0: Welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Tonight. Bailey Burmaster alongside Lee Smith. We have a lot of NFL topics to get to today. We are going to avoid talking about the Bears because they continue to be a train wreck throughout the week. They had a missing (laughs) golf cart. Was it a golf cart, Ellie? Someone someone apparently
1: stole a golf cart.
0: And they were looking for that on top of everything else. And lawnmowers tragic You can't
1: get 24 hours of peace.
0: No peace, no peace in Chicago. So we're going to talk about some other topics. I want to start with how concerned you are about Joe Burrow. Uh, so anyone who's not been keeping up you know last last preseason, I think it was a appendix issue. he had to have his appendix removed and he was out for a bit, but returned. This year it was a calf injury. Now he's played. But all of a sudden, he is not going to play this week. It will be, um, it will be. Well, let's let's dive into that. Some they're adding some familiar faces to their quarterback room, amid some uncertainty of Burrow's health. So Reed Sinnott has been signed to the team's practice squad. The move comes a day after Burrow did not practice because of that ta- calf, and the team's reserve quarterback Will Greer was signed to the Patriots' active yep. roster. So they're dealing with a little bit of a quarterback issue, and and that's because of that strained right calf because of Burrow. Don't forget, he also just got super paid. Yes. But I don't think anyone was anticipating this to kind of be a nagging issue now going into week three. How concerned are you, Lee? Uh,
1: he looks awful. Like, honestly, <laughs> like it, it's, it's pretty bad. I mean, especially compared to what you know he can do. It is very bad, and it should be alarming for every Bengals fan out there, because You've got one of the top probably three receivers in the game, but you can't get on the ball. And D- you just signed into it, uh, Joe, to that uh, gigantic contract. I mean,
0: yikes. So this Reed Sennett, have you ever even heard of him, Lee? No. It's okay. I hadn't either. So he previously had been on the Bucks practice squad and the Dolphins and had played a little bit in the XFL uh, in San Antonio until he suffered a broken foot. Um they play they they also have Jake Browning okay so he's probably going to play if Burrow can't play which they play on Monday night football against the Rams okay um Browning has yeah. been with the Bengals since 2021 and won the backup job during the preseason so
1: but like could you imagine <laughs> having like you know what Back-to-back AFC championships, or at least, you know, you, you think you can, can go to at least back-to-back AFC championships. Well, they're
0: 0-2 to start the year, and now you're not going to have Joe Burrow on Monday Night Football against the Rams. And they could Reed, be 0-3. Reed,
1: Reed Sinnott, who, who literally just learned who that guy was 30 seconds
0: ago? Got, Well, and here's the interesting thing, too. Don't forget they started the 2022 season with two losses to Pittsburgh and then yep, in Dallas. Yeah. And so maybe... It's just something similar, but I don't know. It it will be interesting to see if this Joe Burrow injury actually becomes a bigger issue. Uh, Lee, we were talking about it yesterday. There's been a lot of injuries in the NFL early on. There usually are a few, but I feel like there have been more than usual.
1: Yeah, and is it possibly the way that because training camp's been done that it's a little bit different than this year than it has been it, what is it is it just guys aren't training as much in general like what is it like i don't know is it the surfaces because i know a lot of people were talking about messy
0: grass when he was in turf town
1: last week and i i mean i i don't know what it is but it's crazy the amount of injuries these first 2 weeks like well,
0: crazy and another team that's dealing with a big loss are the Dallas Cowboys, who have started pretty hot. They're 2-0. They beat the Giants and then beat the Jets. They have the Cardinals this week for the 425 game. But they lose Trevon Diggs, uh, who tore his ACL. Mike McCarthy saying that he just feels absolutely sick for him yeah. um, and that it's definitely a punch to the gut for the team uh, and their defensive depth. So another one. It's something that I thought was really funny, actually. So the same day Diggs tore his ACL, Mm -hmm. he was supposed to go to the Beyonce concert at AT AT&T Stadium for his birthday. He had bought sweet tickets for him and a few of his friends to go to the concert, and he said he couldn't go anymore. Now, whether he did or not, I don't know. I feel like the kid should still have his fun and try and get through it. But my guess is he had to get that ACL looked at and whatnot.
1: Ugh. Well, and, and it's it's really bad for them because he was I don't know I mean, obviously Micah Parsons I would say is their best player on defense, but if Trayvon's not number two, he's gotta be number three. So you lose a top three defensive player, especially at a quarterback mm-hmm. in a position where you know every NFL team's gonna try and come in and throw the ball on you every week. Um, that's a big blow. Now they do have Stephon Gilmore, so you know, they've got a little bit of depth, but
0: I mean, they got some power yeah, on that behind. defense in general because well, they got Micah Parsons too, who's just been tearing well, it up. Right,
1: and right now they have five interceptions on the year. They're actually tied with um, the 49ers, So, uh, and Trayvon actually had one of those picks. So, young season already had a pick, but now he's out for the year. I mean, it's it's not it's not great, but it, I mean, it's not ideal, but. There are way worse situations in the NFL than Dallas right now.
0: And there definitely is, yeah. and one of those might be the Carolina Panthers. So in the NFC South, Bryce Young will reportedly now be out for one to two weeks with a sprained ankle he suffered in Monday night's loss to the Saints. Uh, a lot of hopes for the rookie quarterback. I think, I mean, it's going to be, it was always going to be hard to step into that club and make a huge difference with how not great the Panthers have been. And now they've lost two straight, one to the Falcons, then the Saints, they have the Seahawks this week. Um, but you got to feel like this is going to suck even more momentum out of the Panthers.
1: Yeah. And it, you, you you pick a number – or you take a player number one overall like that. You don't expect him to be lost in game three. So – no, Ugh.
0: and now you got to start Andy Dalton. Well, how do you how, how, are uh, you? A, how do you feel about Andy Dalton? Are I you a believer? Mean, not
1: great, but he's got experience at <laughs> least. So there's that. He might not make the dumbest bonehead <laughs> play you've ever seen from like a rookie make or something. I don't know. I mean. They don't exactly have any weapons on the offense, so it doesn't really help them much either. Though.
0: So here's some stats. Dalton will face a Seattle team that ranks 31st in total defense, okay. giving up 422 yards per game. Uh, the the Seahawks are particularly vulnerable against the pass, giving up 325 yards per game to rank 30th. Dalton is actually 1-1 one one against the Seahawks in Seattle, where there's only two starts coming from when he was with the Bengals in 2011 yeah. and okay. 2019. Okay. All right.
1: So I feel a little bit better because they got some shaky defense in Seattle.
0: It, it might give you some confidence. It might give you some confidence. Oh, yeah.
1: But still, um, that's, that's, that's not good.
0: we got to talk about a team that's dealing with... Some wildly confident players after going four zero for the first time in <laughs> school history, and we got to talk about Georgia State because they played on ESPN last night against Coastal Carolina, and they won thirty to seventeen. You could tell by Sean Elliott and the players' reactions they were hyped. And you watched a little bit of this game, so what did you see, Lee?
1: So first of all, the score should have been thirty to ten because they actually botched a, a punt, and then they uh, recovered it. So. Um, com- Pretty complete domination from start to finish. And there wasn't – there was like one spot maybe in the – right after that punt um, punt block that happened where they were a little iffy. But other than that, it wasn't even close. It wasn't even close. And, um, you know, Sean Elliott, this is pretty big for him. I mean, the team's only been around since 2010. Mm-hmm. They've never had this start to a um, first um, – They've never had as good as a start to the first month of a season in their history, and it's pretty cool to see given they're like less than five minutes down the road.
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and here are some numbers I want to throw out. So for rushing yards, Marcus Carroll led the way: twenty-nine carries, one hundred and fifty yards, and yeah. one touchdown. Darren Granger, who has been super solid all season so far, 15 of 26, 191 yards, and one touchdown. He was actually the offensive player of the week for the Sun Belt Conference. So he looked really solid in this game. He looks really sound. Uh, he's also from Conway
1: and was yep. able to get
0: a dub there, kind of throwing it in the face there. Hey, was so.
1: two wins against them in Conway.
0: So I saw this stat last night, too, on the broadcast, because you had mentioned this is like the rubber match kind of. Yep. Do you know the away team – has always won every single matchup.
1: (laughs) Yes, and I heard that on the broadcast last (laughs) night, and that's the only reason I know why.
0: (laughs) I thought that was so So funny. It is. It is so weird that 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 is how it pans out. Um, But you know what? They're going to get a real test at home next week, Uh, September 30th, Saturday. They host Troy.
1: Troy's a good team. Troy's traditionally a good team. I don't know exactly what they are this year, but... Mm -hmm. They if, traditionally, if you go into, wait, they host Troy?
0: Yeah, they host okay. Troy. All right. All right. So let's take a peek at where Troy is this season. They beat UTS. Oh no, no, that was last year. Uh so they beat SFA 48 to okay. 30. Okay. And Steve, then Steve they Wilson. were yeah. totally beat by Kansas State 42-13. Um, oh, then James Madison beat them 16-14. Oh. They okay. play Western Kentucky tomorrow, so maybe they're not as dominant wishy, wishy, as they used wishy-washy.
1: to be. All right. Yeah. So they so the Panthers got a chance, a good chance to go 5 and 0. Oh.
0: They play Marshall after that, so well, I'm <laughs> All right. I'm kind of intrigued to see how Georgia State fares. It's That's some cool. fun time for the Panthers. All right, Lee, let's, let's wrap this up. What is on your mind?
1: Uh, going to high school football tonight. We got Grayson is hosting Lowndes. And for anybody that's ever paid attention to Georgia high school football, Lowndes is a traditional power. Grayson is more of a, a newer power, but they, uh, they've been dominating too in the last like decade, decade and a half. So should be a pretty cool atmosphere over in uh, Loganville. And hoping for a good turnout, good, good overall play. A lot of recruits too. So um, it's going to be a good, good night for football.
0: So I am thinking about Messi. And we talked about yesterday me probably being 0 for 2 and fan favorites for Atlanta sports (laughs) fans. Um, I'm hoping this will make it a little bit better, but probably not. So Messi did not play against Atlanta United when they came to the Benz. People were really upset. But Tata Martino is confirming that Messi once again will not play Sunday's game against their Florida rival Orlando City because he actually revealed that the World Cup winner is still dealing with a scar tissue problem. He suffered Mm. while with Argentina which was the issue yeah. of why he so maybe was correct it wasn't was grass correct. it wasn't, okay, well, it wasn't better, just i'm sticking it to the man and i'm not going to play on turf now that might have a little bit to do with it <laughs> but he's still battling injury and that seems to be the main concern so it will be interesting because Inter-Miami was kind of making a run there to a, yeah, p- a playoff push yeah. because of Messi's dominance when they added him to the team. But with him not playing, who knows how that will fall. But I just thought that was interesting and thought uh, Atlanta United fans, and people who wanted to see Messi when he was in Atlanta, would be interested in hearing.
1: Still kind of stinks that he didn't play. Correct. Obviously. But, yeah. You know, Correct.
0: All right, that will do it for this edition of Sports Tonight. For Lee Smith, I'm Bailey Burmaster. Make sure to join us next week.